0: Hello, everybody. My name is Sean Woolley. I'm the managing director of Cloud9 Spain. I am delighted to say that with me today, I have Mark Lan, who's commercial director at one of the foremost, most prominent developments here on the Costa del Sol, Nine Lions. Uh, Mark, welcome. Thank you so much for joining me. Good afternoon, so- uh, Thank you. What I wanted to do really was just to, to pick your brains on, on what's been happening over the last six, nine months with this pandemic and, and how it's affected you. I mean, I've been bleating on about how it's affected us as, as agents, but obviously you're in a slightly different sector of the same industry uh, as a as a developer. Um, but first of all, I've got to congratulate you on um, your team's football result last night, being a, a true proud Scott, so well done.
1: Yeah, it's long overdue, 22 years, but we're not counting.
0: Yeah, I think I think those guys will still be celebrating today somehow. But, uh, so well done. You're, you're a happy man. Um, let's just quickly talk about what's been happening in your in your world. So you're your commercial director, Nine Lions. Tell us a little bit about Nine Lions. What is it? Where is it?
1: Yeah, I mean, obviously, uh, we're in New Andalusia. It's uh, 53, we think, unique apartments. Um, we're rather large in size from living space to terrace. And we have 90% really good views. And we're in the Gulf Valley. Um, we think we build something a little bit different from the rest. Uh, we're not going out there to see where they are ultimate best. We're not saying that, but we just build something that's a bit unique. And uh, thankfully, uh, clients are bought into what we're doing. And um, yeah, sales have been, been good.
0: What sort of price range are we talking about? So if I were to come to Nine Lions, how much would I be expecting to, to pay for a, a two bed, three bed apartment?
1: Yeah, and now from a two-bedroom, our cheapest apartment, six nine five, and going up to our most expensive apartment our penthouse,
0: which is just over two point four million. Um, okay, so it's not a, it's not a cheap kind of mass market thing. It's for the for the people who want something elegant and, as you say, spacious, luxury.
1: Yeah, we we we, we never we never attempted to do anything here that was going to be the the, the norm. We wanted to build something big, and I think there was a. We thought there was, a, there was an area in the market that was kind of untapped. And, you know, most apartments, you know, living space standard between 90 and 110 square metres. Um, you know, our average apartment, if you look, it's about 150 square metres of living space going up right. to 270 metres. And on top of that, some of them over over 150 square metres of terrace. So, yeah. And for us, you have that beautiful view. So it was trying to adapt the living space Make it contemporary, but make it also new as well. But also have that timeless, ageless style design of the Andalathea style. Yeah. You know, where the, with the, what have done with the tiles on the roof? It's just got real character to it, I think. And clients, our clients, I mean, our nationalities is mostly Scandies. And um, yeah. then they see, and plus we're in the Gulf Valley, the hat of the valley, you know, from Los Narancos, Brisas, Aloha. So, yeah, it's, it's a nice place to be.
0: I was gonna ask about your, your kind of target client. I don't know if you set out with a particular client in mind who was gonna buy this product, but are people buying mainly for second homes or holiday homes, or is it permanent residence? What, what's been the mix sort of over the, the sales that you've done so far?
1: When, when we first started, our initial approach was going to be looking more to the Scandi market. As you know, you know New Andalusia has, has been very strong for years, and especially Swedish. Swedish, uh, yeah, exactly. And, and the Swedes got off to a flying start on our development. Uh, but then the mixes came in, and we we're looking at stats the other day. And to be honest, the, the finish have come from nowhere, and our second highest um, you know, clientele now, along with the Belgians, uh, yeah. who for their so it's um, the Brits. I never actually thought we would sell to a lot of British clients, I'll be honest with you, uh, from where we are at the start. And then we've started to get two sales in with the British people now, which is good. And maybe that'll continue because I was always, not concerned, but just keeping an eye open about, as you know, the currency rates. Mm -hmm. Um, If we go back, you know, four or five years ago, up to 125, 130, and now we're down to, I think, today about 111 uh, euro to stella.
0: Yeah, it's interesting, isn't it? I mean, how has your your year been so far? I mean, obviously, we've had this dreadful COVID pandemic. I mean, have... how have you coped? Because I know that agents, you know, we've been, certainly March, April, we, we kind of went from fair to middling to, to zero uh, when we had that initial initial lockdown. The summer for us was a bit of a bounce back because we actually had bodies here and people here making decisions. And then we had another little slump um, early autumn. How's your year been? Is it reflective of that or is your, have you had something completely different to contend with?
1: You know, obviously when February, March time, when we, we went into this you know dreadful lockdown, you know, for everywhere and basically, you know, Europe and the world and kind it of stood still. Yeah. Um we were at a point where we were just going forward then to start doing completions where clients had done a private purchase contract and then going to the final case now where they get the keys for the apartment. And I was for one, what I didn't know where it was going to go. All my years' of experience was I was concerned because none of us out there envisaged what would happen and then we didn't have this remedy or answer how we go forward. But one thing Sean I was really, really surprised that when I spoke to my boss and head office was that clients were actually calling us, right, when can I pay for my apartment? A lot of clients were starting to put things in order and say, right, what's my priority in life? And from the first two weeks away back in June when we started to complete uh, we had seven completions in the space of five weeks and every single client goes, well, if I'm going to have another lockdown I want to have a lockdown in Spain. I want to be in my holiday home. So their mindset changed and it was a breath of fresh air because I think all of us out there, even including the president, the prime ministers all over the world, were thinking what's going to happen? Um, and then we've not had issue with any single client, not want to actually conclude now. It's actually, I think, of anything, it's prioritised where they want to be in life.
0: Yeah, I, I, I agree with you. We've had that. We've had this kind of rethink, particularly people at, at that level who can afford you know, an apartment in the way around this year at, at half a million, a million euros. They tend to be people who are self-employed or certainly high up in the corporate world. And they, they're they kind of thinking, you know what? Life is more important. I've got to get that balance right. And particularly now that people can work from home or are being encouraged to work from home, who wouldn't want to sit on a terrace in a, a place like Nine Lions and tap yeah. away on the laptop instead of somewhere in, I don't know, Derby or Dumfries or wherever. <laughs> Yeah, and,
1: and some of our clients, because some of our apartments have huge amounts of storage space connected to the rear of the apartment, they've decided to say, right, I'm going to convert that into an office. So, right. you know, life goes on. I will work from the office within my apartment. And because of the lovely complex as well, they say to themselves, right, well, today I can take a walk around the inside of the complex. I'm not breaking any rules. And I can then go if I want to use the indoor gym, the indoor pool, yeah. sauna, so in steam room. It's like, I can do this. Um and, and for us, if anything, and our best sales that we've actually has been in the last eight days since we've actually started way back three and a half years ago.
0: Well, I was going to ask about that because that's what kind of prompted me to have this discussion with you. Because obviously, a lot of people are sat at home. They'll be watching this. They'll be listening to this thinking, well, you know, the market is is crumbling. No one's buying in Spain and blah, blah, blah what i've noticed is that people are buying maybe not the volume that 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 they were we haven't got the volume of clients that we were dealing with you know last year but it hasn't stopped people buying and and as you say kind of getting on with their lives i think you know we had that initial few months where nothing happened at all because people were just overwhelmed with this 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 COVID thing but i think now people are kind of a bit a bit COVID fatigue and they just want to get on with their lives and so I was really interested when you when you told me the other day that you you've done, I think at the time, it was it was three in, in a week or something. And now it's, I believe you've done another one this morning. So congratulations on that. Thank you. you know, for, for, a, for a product of your stature and, and pricing, to do that is is incredible. Why? Yeah. I mean, what, what's happened?
1: I would love to know what the secret remedy is. Um, you Just know,
0: at yourself, Mark.
1: Yeah. <laughs> if, if anything, you know, we have a great team. And we work tirelessly from head office down. we have great support for them as well. They trust us in what we do and they give us anything we need and help. And um, we can lean on them as well. And at the same time as we're all for the same cause of building something good. And I think for us, you can move in now. So for here, if, if a, you know, at the moment, if a client turns up with an agent, walks onto the apartment, and say, well, can I move in? I say, well, go and get your bag, go and get your toothbrush. Yeah. It, it's, it's like that. So they get that stage. And as you say about the fatigue on COVID, they can say, well, I can actually do this now. So that helped. But yeah, we we've did done, we've done four deals in the last 10 days, which is over four and a half million, uh, which is good numbers for anything. Um, but some of those deals we've been working on for the last six months, right. where clients have went, tell you what, hang on a minute. There's something going on, as we say in the world at the moment. When things return to normal, we'll come back. But one thing, Sean, that I've kind of adopted and seen what's been happening here is, is that, if I can see this a nice way, a lot of the tire kickers have left. You know, the, the, the ones that come on holiday, they don't know what they're doing. They go look at an apartment or a villa from $3 million to an apartment at 300000 in Fingerola. They're all over the place. Where mm-hmm. we've kind of found now that more of our clients are saying, Mark, this is my spec. This is what I want. Can you deliver this? And there'd be more uh, from that side. And one really positive thing I would say is we've not had people knocking on the door saying, I want this guy. I want this. Yeah. And because for me, Marbella's always been good. So If I go back to the times when I worked in Costa Blanca, back 252627, you know, <clears throat> back over in Cyprus as well, that we had this, you know, global recession. And, you know, especially in Costa Blanca, prices started to drop. But, you know, you've been on the coast more years than me. I think you probably agree that Marbella's has always been strong. And it's it's been strong because of the climate, most importantly, that we have. And it's an easy location to go anywhere in Europe. You know, flights are more. Remember when I remember I worked to Mallorca a little while. In Mallorca, you know, winter time to Scotland, the flights were closed down. You had to fly to Manchester. Well, you can still do all this. So I think Marbella prices are set. I've seen an reflection in a lot of the... The resales, some of them have come down slightly, but I think to be fair, a lot of them have been on the market for a long, long time. Uh, but there is still good stock out there on the resale market. And I, I think if anything, what happened is the tire kickers have kind of moved sideways. The clients have came in there who want to buy, want to to put an added experience into their life now and saying, right, I'm going to do this. And if anything, with our British clients that have came forward now, they've realized, right, okay, the sterling's not strong against the euro at the moment, but what's happened? Interest rates have came down really low, all time low. You know, rates at the moment some of our clients is like one point eight nine. Yeah. So they're thinking and they can fix that for five years. So thinking, well, I don't have to rely on all my money on currency because I can take a euro mortgage. So I, I think, and, and one thing I would say is, and I think we chatted about this other night as well, is that I take my hat off to the banks. Because I think the banks have stood by a lot, of the developers here, not just on the coast, but in Spain, and says, right, we're not going to have a run on this. We're not going to do it. Life will go on. And, and I think that's helped everybody. It's given us a full support.
0: I was going to ask you about that because um, I predicted, I, I wrote a book, you may know, uh, yeah. about six months ago, and I had in there a little COVID chapter, you know, like, what's happening? And one of the predictions I made in there was that there may be some element of discounting towards the end of the year, because traditionally that's the, the end of the financial year for most companies here in Spain. So I expected developers maybe in, in quarter four of this year, which we're in now, to to start discounting. But it hasn't happened. And that, I I assume, is because the banks are supporting those developers and saying, you know what, we're, we're going we're gonna to let this run until next year. Hopefully we'll get back to some degree of normality. We're not going to call in the funds, you know carry on as you are because there's still liquidity in the market it's not anything like the the 2008 um, worldwide banking crisis that we had there's still people out there uh with with money money is still flowing and um i i i I agree with you the banks have, have helped the situation i mean developers aren't keen to discount anyway because they don't want to dilute their product particularly with clients that they've sold to in the past but um yeah we're not seeing any anything like i imagine there there would be
1: well, and, and for us, our stance is, is that we should be loyal to our client bank that bought with us three years ago off yep. plan. And when we start discounting anything, it then to me as well, it takes away one loyalty to the client. Let's forget, you know, the financial spreadsheets of the company or whatever. You look at the client who's put faith in, you, gave you money from the start from day one, when basically there was a shell. Mm. And they think to sell, and they, they like to hear now when we're saying, no, we don't discount you know, we may give you a free sunshade or do something to help you, whatever. But, you know, Ferrari, if you look at Ferrari at the moment, Ferrari sales are up again. Yeah. Because all Ferrari did was for three months. They reduced the stock back, waited to go back to the market again. And when you when you go and buy a Ferrari, you don't expect to ask for a discount. So, and I think it's anything in life. It's what you think something is worth. And if you something is worth, you will pay it. But I, I think from, if you can take again, if something positive, we can do anything from this terrible COVID pandemic that we've had, people have started to, really people that are super business people in life, have started to pinpoint what they want out of their life. They'll pay it and then just park it, put it to the side. Yeah. And, yeah. and that's been, and I hope not just for our project, but for you guys out there as well. We, we all want to see you know Marbella, the Holy Spain, succeed again.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. Tell me, um, we, we've we had a bit of success recently with virtual viewings. Obviously one of the, or the biggest problem for, for us as agents is getting the clients here at the moment. But what we've done to to try and bridge that gap is is actually having the clients with us, but virtually. So we've done quite a few virtual viewings, video viewings. Is that something that you've been doing and have you noticed any any success in that strategy? Have you had any sales over the phone, people who haven't actually been physically here?
1: We, we saw them, uh, one of our nice ground floor four bedroom apartments on monday and we did it on the virtual with the agent and the client and the client was in miami at the time and uh, the client basically floats between miami and switzerland Um you know he's a ceo of a huge world wide organization uh he'd been to see us over a year ago and we did the the virtual tour and effectively through it and then bang within five minutes we did the uh, reservation which was an agent was you know very, very happy. He didn't, he didn't have to take the client for lunch uh, you know, from his expenses. So yeah. that was good. Uh, then two weeks ago, we sold a, another ground floor apartment, and the agent basically came up, set up a drone, and yeah. put it out, and did, a, and did a travel down to Las Pisas Golf, came back, an overview of the swimming pool. Um, and what then happened was, that client was potentially going to be looking at four different projects and possibly looking at Abila and La Quinta as well. And then he says, no, I'm coming to just see nine lines. That's the department, that's the view I want. And when they came in, Nick did a great job in the office of sales manager and he wrapped it up within an hour. So it was
0: good. Wow, that's amazing, congratulations. Um, yeah, we've, I've just been talking to our marketing guy actually saying that, you know, that the, the buying journey is changing. And us as agents, we have to adapt to that because I think these virtual viewings are here to stay because I think people now, if they're given the opportunity of sitting in their own home and um, being taken around an apartment or a villa by an agent or a developer here in Spain, then they're going to do that. So I think the the research and the viewing elements, the first viewing elements are now starting to, to combine in one. So they're doing all of that from home. And when they actually come here to physically view something, they're almost at the second viewing stage because they've they've... Right seen so uh, it goes back to what you were saying earlier that the conversion rate of clients that are here on the ground now is sky high because they're actually already quite a few steps down the down the buying journey when they get to us whereas traditionally they've been coming to have a look at you know a 100 different things and well you know it would then take another six months to to get them to that stage
1: yeah i I mean i remember we, we have a conference call with my boss fraser once a week. And going back, you know, we looked at the stats back two, three months ago, and he was probably concerned because we had maybe 30, 40 viewers a month coming through, and at that time we weren't converting to any sales. Mm. And I said to him, But some of these clients that are coming in are actually being out to look at eight, nine, ten projects in one day, their heads all over the place. Yeah. They, they you know, Parma Pump, they don't know if it's New Year or New York. They just don't know where they're going. And you can see them, they just want to go back to their hotel room where what I've tried to do as well is help some of the some of the agents who have not been in the industry for a long, long time is to try and educate them to say, right, how do you get that client to see what he wants on his wish list? What does he want? And then jumping on from what you're saying is, is clients now I'm saying, right, I'm targeting this. This is what I want. And this is what I can afford. Mm. Um, and the tire kickers have kind of moved off yeah. um, from it. And especially for our, you know, our product, what we're doing, you know, it's largely it's high brand that. We don't expect to get a conveyor belt of 30 or 40 people through a month. Yeah, I would, you know, yeah, we'll take the people coming in, but I think from our side, I'm a realist that we'll probably get maybe a dozen to 15 a month now, if mm-hmm. that, and we'll have more setting up Zoom call chats to go forward. Um, one thing I do think is going to be a big, big sales point now for new developments is that clients are lazy as well. They don't want to get an empty shell apartment. They want to buy something that's furnished. So they can just ready turn up with the clothes and say, right, that's my apartment. And some of these rich clients, you know, we had one client who spent a lot of money with us. Was more interested he was going to miss his tea off at Las Visas Golf than spend three million with us. So
0: priorities,
1: priorities. yeah, priorities. So what they are. So what they do now is, is you're now trying to have that set. And I think if anything, a lot of developments I've worked with in the past as well, you go into an apartment if there's no furniture, and it, it's it's soulless so you have to try now and you can do as much marketing as you want but when that client comes on so I always say that you've got two minutes to impress if you don't get their action in two minutes you're gone and I think if you can open that door and say nothing to the client they walk in and they see the qualities they see the furnishings they'll go yeah I'll have this and and then we'll then work with it, usually the wife you know I'll turn around and say right I'm not happy with that sofa. can you change this or change this bit and we'll do that so you're, you're kind of juggling about to do everything,
0: really. It's interesting, isn't it? I've, I've noticed quite a few developers are doing that. Rather than have the traditional one show home, they're having four. yeah, um, Because, it, you know, to, to, to appeal to as, as broad an audience as possible. And also what we've noticed is that people, particularly during this pandemic, where they're looking at their lives in general, they don't want to wait anymore, do they? They don't want to wait two years for something that is going to be built because, you know, in two years, the world could be, you know, who's going to be the president of the US? You know, so it's all yeah. these, like variables that can crop up. And I think people, like you said, they want to see it ready. They want to see it finished, furnished, ready to go. Well,
1: if you look at the stats, two of our sales that we've got this week, we've sold two of our show apartments. Right. And our client this morning, who'd been at what, combined five times now over the last week, has looked has actually looked at every single apartment that we've got left in our stock. So, yep. you know, and I'm thinking to myself, hang on a minute, he's going from a two bed up to our big four bedroom mm-hmm. and our penthouses but then when he narrowed it down to, to two it was two or show apartments and then he said right okay i'm going to go for this one we actually had to say to him sorry within the last hour we've sold it to a belgium client who called us up who'd been to see it the beat before no. and yet i think he thought that we were doing a bit of a sales ploy in him yeah we're not adopt we don't do that and uh, i was no i'm sorry it's gone and then he goes right. Okay, I'm going for Plan B, and that was a second show apartment. So you know, if anything of our stats. So if we if we take the two clients that we've we've sold to this week, they've done a combined seven visits to us over the last probably I say three months, mm-hmm. and then they've looked at every single apartment. Well, the client today, has, the other client probably looked I think about seven units, right. and then they narrowed it down. And when I asked them today, you know. What, what pushed you forward? I know that you obviously you, you wanted this four-bedroom with this particular view, whatever. What push you forward? And both of them turn around and says, I don't want to run around shops with a mask on, looking for furniture, falling out with my wife. It's ready.
0: I can move in. Fantastic. How do you think this is all going to pan out? I mean, obviously, we've had news of a potential, well, not a potential, a vaccine. Uh but just talk about rapid airport testing. I, I personally think we're going to start flying again in the new year. And I think we're going to maybe approach some sort of normality in quarter two. Uh, what do you think? It's, I mean, how, how are you second guessing it, and how is it going to affect you as a developer and the you know your sales success?
1: I, I agree. I mean, well, we all notorious. Christmas is always usually a, a slow month. January's always been a good month for us every year because normally people are st- stuck indoors with their wife or their lovely husband, want to kill each other, and then they make a party. Like, what we're we going to do, and because they're in that level of finance, they say, well. You know i'm not going to give up smoking let's go and buy a car let's buy a, a second home and they normally come to us when we have good sales in january if, if anything hopefully we think there's a, a vaccine that's on the horizon now that's helping but people are circumnavigating it at the moment sean they're actually saying right okay can i travel here what do i have to do i think from the 23rd of this month is it in spain you have to have a pcr test before you come in if you're from a hot spot country um, i think we'll probably ramp up doing our zoom chats with more clients that, that we have but uh, if anything i think we are strong growth in the market for people out there probably i'd say maybe from february right through till april or may i think a lot of developments and the current market on the resale market will be stronger and uh, because people will see that things are starting to get back to normal again and back to what i said earlier is you can borrow finance it's so cheap rates at the moment banks are practically giving the money away that if you're switched on, you can say, "Well, I've got money in an investment that's still paying me this return. I'll use the interest on this investment to, to to fund and service my mortgage payments."
0: Yeah, no, that's that's good. That's what that's what we're are thinking and, and telling people as well. So the message from us is is, is pretty similar. Um, we as agents just need a bit more volume coming through the doors. Um, and and but the, as I said before, the people who are here seem to be serious, um, and also the people. Who are here seem to be at a higher budget so it's it's certainly helping our guest developments like yours the, the yeah. market that seems to be affected most is the is the mass market where you're looking at maybe 200 300 000 euro apartments yeah. uh, because i guess those buyers tend to be employed they have maybe jobs at risk at the moment which is a obviously a you know horrendous thing the people that that you're dealing with I would guess, are business owners and and yeah um, entrepreneurs and people like that who I guess have a little bit more freedom on their hands to travel and make decisions um, but it's it's certainly an interesting interesting time for everyone and I, I hope that we do see a degree of normality return uh, as soon as possible really.
1: I mean our average age on our projects 55 years of age right. um, and most of our clients have two or three homes in the world. Um, I've
0: got four more years and I'll come to you for a luxury apartment Mark.
1: Only four um, years um, is it? You're, you're, you're wearing well.
0: Oh, I was going to say. Um, listen, thank you so much for uh, joining me today. It's been really great to speak to you and and talk about the market and have a serious discussion once uh, you know at, at last. Yeah. But, uh, it's great to get your insight. You know, you're you're there on the ground, and it's great to get a a, a view of someone who's developing and not not selling multiple projects. Um, so, thank you very much for that. And hopefully, maybe you will catch up in the new year and and see how you're getting on and. Seeing if the market has behaved as we were expecting.
1: Yeah, and I also like to add and finally, Sean, as well as I mean, thank you so much for giving us some airtime on this to have a chat. But you know, when I when I look at your company, you're one of the switched-on companies. Your your media side, especially your social media side, is really good. You push That's things true. forward, and because I see some you know agents out there who have stock on it's been on the website for six months, one year. You're constantly doing it. You're doing your you're also you're signing off your new book you know, oh, which I think will be a better seller than how Trump lost the elections.
0: tell you, I'm selling at least one a day now. What, you're up to one a day now, you're doing fantastic. Yeah. Or was it half a day? No, I think it's one a day. Well, uh, maybe let's... from
1: my Christmas list, put me down from my stocking list to, to get a book off you anyway, okay?
0: Signed copy, there you go. A signed but... copy and a beer, How's that suit you? Spot on, thank you, Sean, and have a lovely weekend. And you, take
1: care. Take care.